Hi everybody, in this episode, Rob talks to me about the difference between iceberg and life cycle and a neuron and it was there and a state of and what do they all mean? How do they all fit together? He digs, we dig deep into where that all came from, how it all pieces together and where it's going in the future. Hope you enjoy. So on this episode, I sit down with Mark and we're going to discuss around life cycle iceberg and which one means which. Obviously, with the development of a new few more things that Mark, we're going to talk about today, um, for listeners out there, anyone who knows us as maybe the life cycle group or the iceberg group or, or whatever part that might cover, um, this episode is more about what is iceberg and why are we sort of moving back to the, the iceberg brand with the importance of what we've got coming up. Yeah. So um, on a previous episode, we talked about Lifecycle 4 and the updates that Lifecycle 4 has brought into the, into the industry. And you talked about Azair as one of those products in that. So if anyone's listening out there, go and check that episode out because so that covers it. Um, so on that one, though, when we started to build out Azair, obviously Azair wasn't called Azair at the time because that's what we bought into it. And originally, obviously, we're iceberg and we bought our life cycle. So what made, what made you go down the route of going, right, we're not going to just do AI in life cycle. We're, we're actually going to produce an actual product called Azair that's going to almost, it's going to sit in life cycle as an assistant for life cycle users. Yeah, I think it's just clarity for users that, you know, it, it think of it like a... Uh, safari inside your iphone mm. you know if everything was just called iphone how would you yeah. <laughs> you know how would you explain that yeah um you couldn't release a new function in safari without just confusing people um so you know life cycle does lots of things on its own anyway just like the iphone does lots of things on its own as standard but you can you can add things to it it can be enhanced and as air um, is a way of doing that Originally, our company was just called Iceberg Digital. If you go all the way back to 2009 when, when, when it was founded, it was just called Iceberg Digital. And we, and we had you know, a magazine system that we used to give people, but that magazine system never had a name or anything. We were just Iceberg Digital. Mm. Um, when we built Lifecycle um, some you know, eight years later or you know, seven years later, um, or the first versions of Lifecycle, we started to realise like the roadmap was one whereby several products were going to be required here. Mm. Um, whether we did them or whether someone else in the industry did them, for our for the future that we saw, lots of things needed to be connected. Your mm. website would need to work differently to the way it does at the moment. And someone in the world is going to need to build a website like that. It could mm. be someone else. It could be us. Mm. Well, the CRM system is going to need to work differently. And again, it could be us. It could be somebody else. The, uh, the, the way that agents are trained and some of the, the information and uh, learnings that they've got access to is going to need to change. And it could be us. It could be somebody else. And so... Lifecycle was probably the first step for us in uh, creating a product 
I mean, it had a pre, it had a predecessor called Fragra, but but that particular software mm. was the first step for us, whereby we sort of Iceberg was the brand of the company, yeah. and Lifecycle became the brand of a product. And the reason that Lifecycle has sort of overtaken Iceberg in terms of how much we talk about it was was because it was such a big leap for people to understand that they could actually use Lifecycle as their full CRM system, mm. that we needed to focus purely on the message about what is Lifecycle, how does it work. Mm. Now that that's established, we have other products that we have now spent time building and we can start to move back to this company's iceberg. Mm. And at iceberg, you can get one or all of these products. Mm. So effectively, we've got like iceberg, lifecycle, Azaire, and the Stay NCX as a, as a certain branding. And, in, and Neuron. And yeah, so yeah, that's what, so obviously in going down the route of Azaire, and you're talking about websites. Because I remember, remember, we had we had a conversation about websites years ago. I remember you sitting down and saying, but you needed certain things to happen before you could actually officially build an AI website. So this is obviously, we've had the launch of um, Lifecycle 4 and Neuron, so it's already out there, but people will start to see it. And we've, so, so for anyone who maybe have not seen it yet, like the, that other product out there, Neuron, what's Neuron? So Neuron is a is AI websites, and I think already people are a bit exhausted with this AI, AI term. Yeah, you know, I know it, when I see it, I just just kind of switch off, to be honest. So, so let's forget that for a minute. Let's just forget the AI bit. Mm. There's enough website companies out there already that service the estate agency industry. It doesn't need another one. So what's the point? And as you say, for us, it. It goes all the way back to when we first started to go down this road of building software for estate agents that would help them to work smarter. Mm. Um, and I don't say work smarter in a derogatory way. I'm, I'm just talking about my own learnings on my own entrepreneurial journey with my own business and some of the things that I learned that just made my life incredibly much easier mm. to go from having okay or struggling businesses to building eight-figure businesses was small tweaks that, wow, that's mad. I can have something that will tell me how to make the most productive 10 phone calls today instead of like, you know, phoning 100 people and I feel like I've really worked hard but I got fuck all out of it at the end. Um, so when we looked at how to get things working smarter for people, when we looked at the website side of things, the majority of estate agents have got a similar setup going on on their website. Mm. Um, they've got maybe a banner at the top, which has either got on it or under it a search bar. And then under that, there's some kind of gump. Yeah. Right? Um, and they need to kind of cover all bases because if they're a full-service estate agency, then they need to appeal to landlords and tenants and buyers and sellers. I mean, primarily sellers and landlords, right? Mm. And, and of those two, probably depends on whether they're... 60% sales or 60% lettings, but you know, they'll be the two that they mainly want to uh, appeal to. Although, weirdly, the primary thing on their website is something for buyers and tenants, yeah. right? Um, so, 
But that's expected. That's what is normal on an estate agency website to see a property search. So therefore, we kind of have to do that. Otherwise, it's a bad user experience. And then under that, we can try and get across as much information as we possibly can. Then we can add extra pages and then we can add even more pages and on and on and on and on it goes. And I think most estate agents would agree that like primarily they, they accept that their website isn't a place that people go to search for property it's more a place that people go to do research on them before they decide whether to get them out for evaluation. Um, so the way that's done currently because of the style of the website is that a seller probably lands there, they're presented with a property search, they run a property search, they check out the type of properties this person's got on the market and they kind of decide from there, which is kind of crazy because you could almost say, like, if I've sold, if I've been really successful, I've sold all the properties that are like yours, and you're not going to find them on my website. Mm. Um, so, so anyway, when we looked at websites, we just thought to ourselves, well, already this is, you know, some sort of seven years ago, websites had started moving down the road of being dynamic in their content, in the sense that whilst you don't realise it, um, if you take Netflix as an example your results on Netflix are different to my results on Netflix based on what you've looked at previously. Mm. It's pretty normal for people to accept that now, but there was a point in time where people were, were kind of thought that was amazing. Um, so a website for an estate agency should change depending on the person that hits the website. We don't, I don't need a buyer search at the top if I'm looking to sell. I need testimonials or maybe something that is going to impress a seller. And then depending on where that seller is on their journey, have they ever done an instant valuation with us? Have they ever done a face-to-face valuation with us? Have they got a three-bedroom house? Have they got a flat? Have they got a five-bedroom house? Do they live on the Furs estate? Do they live in here? Mm. All of that content can change, but it can't change unless it knows that content before they hit the website. Mm. Um, so that takes us all the way back then to, right, we're going to have to build a life cycle then, aren't we? We're going to have to build a system that, has data structured in a certain way that many estate agents will wonder why they even bothered doing this in the first place. And then lo and behold, one day we'll be able to produce a product whereby this website is mental. Mm. Like you're, you live in the Furs estate in a four bedroom house and you've had a market appraisal with us previously. When you hit that website, it will read life cycle and everything about you in a blink of an eye faster than the page even loads and change the site based on the fact of what would appeal to somebody that's had a market appraisal that lives in the Furs estate in a four-bedroom house. And if I hit the website and I've, I've done an instant vow, for instance, but never a face-to-face vow and I've got a two-bedroom flat, it will change the site based on that and mm. may say, you know, if you've ever done an instant valuation... You might be better off having a face-to-face. At the moment, we're looking for really looking for two-bedroom flats, ideally in the you know Furs estate. And here's a guide to download for people that are looking to sell their house before Christmas. Mm. And I download it. It's all interconnected, like lifecycle knows, neuron knows, which means you know, which means you're busy working, and these tools are all working in the background. And suddenly, you just get a notification on your phone. You might want to speak to Rob. Like he did an instant valuation two years ago, but he's just been on your website and downloaded that guide about selling before Christmas. He's got a two-bed flat in the Furs estate. Like life becomes a lot easier. So, so, so Neuron is is a website. 
um, company, but it is, again, without wanting to overuse the term, it's based around the artificial intelligence that it can gather because it's inside the iceberg ecosystem and connects to the other products, i.e. lifecycle mm. and Azure. Because that comes quite interesting just, just to deload all that. And this is where it comes into you. You couldn't effectively get Neuron website without having something like Iceberg. No. But, and Neuron wouldn't necessarily wouldn't work. It'd work like if you were to present it, half the stuff wouldn't be possible in there because you wouldn't be able to fill in those boxes. Um, and hence why the suite of products are out there. It's not like another, oh, a bit like uh, some of the CRM providers in the past. We give you a free website if you take a page with us or take mm. our CRM it's different to that because it's like that's just a hosting page for your properties not, yeah they're unrelated yeah so it's not really intelligently working it out and the same with the likes of some of the stuff that Azare has been learning complements Neuron complements Lifecycle yeah Azare will learn from your website as mm. well because it's all in the same ecosystem mm. you know if you've got a website with ABC company Azure can learn stuff that's going on inside Lifecycle to get cleverer, but it can't learn anything that's happening on your website. Mm. It can't learn anything about what's what gets clicks, what doesn't get clicks, what gets the most traction, what 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 are the most popular things that get read, like you know how long people spend on what pages. It can't learn any of that. Mm. But when it's all in the same ecosystem, it can give you some some really useful advice mm. that you otherwise wouldn't have known. Mm. Um, no one knows what that advice will be yet, but it will it will come out because mm. it's it, all that information is being fed into the artificial intelligence. And we've covered now life cycle. We've covered it in the last podcast. Is there neuron? Astencx. Okay, it's reached that time. So let's have a quick break, and we're back in a minute. Have you ever found yourself wishing that all your estate and sea technology was connected in one place? Iceberg provides the UK's most innovative estate agencies with their technology including Lifecycle, the world's first estate and sea software that combines traditional estate agency CRM and marketing in one platform. Neuron, to offer AI-based websites that puts the right message in front of your prospects. And Azare, the industry's number one AI assistant built specifically for estate agents helping perform long-winded tasks in seconds, making you more productive with your time. You might want to check us out at icebirddigital.co.uk. Now back to this episode. Statency Exit ultimately is a way of trying to help the industry understand a different way of working. Mm. Um, That's not me banging on about a product. It's not you trying to convince people to buy those products. It's not It's not really anything to do with buying a product from us. Mm. Um, it's more to do with the learnings that we have been fortunate enough to experience over time about the difference between uh, having a company that you're frustrated with, that you can't seem to get what you want out of, mm. and building the business that you really want to build and having access to the people that can give you the advice that you need in order to do that. Mm. Whether that is me or whether that's you mm. or whether that's another estate agent that's done it or whether it's somebody from outside the industry that like you just 
otherwise would never get to speak to or listen to. Mm. So that, that SDNCX incorporates our live events where we bring in some of the top speakers from around the world, whether they be industry related or non-industry related. It covers our podcasts where we do the same sort of thing. If you can't make it to an in-person event, like then you can listen to podcasts if, you, if you're that type of person. It will cover workshops that we're going to run, mm. uh, more courses, online learning. Mm. And, you know, yeah, you might think to yourself like, well, there is a, there is a, there's some online training I can do, I don't know, with this estate agency company. This isn't how to be an estate agent. Mm. You know, this is around the future of estate agency. This is around a different way of thinking. This is information that is more business related. Mm. Um, yes, of course, we'll, we'll put some courses in there for the staff or everyday estate agency, why not? Like, you know, that's all really helpful stuff as well. But Estate Agency X is to, to take life cycle, to want to go on that journey, you can get carried away with some of the nice bells and whistles about it. But mm. we, we can both say categorically for it to be a success, you've got to want to change the way you work. Mindset, yeah. You've got to want to work a different way. Life cycle is a different concept. Mm. And so if you want support around that, if you're convinced that you want to do it, you're going to need support. Mm. And to get that support, we've built the Estate NCX uh, community whereby you get to hang out with other people that are also on that journey. And some of them are amazing at it mm. and they can tell you exactly how they did it. Mm. And some of them are just starting and together you'll believe that you're able to do it because you're both trying to do it rather than talking to people that just think you're mental. Mm. <laughs> I, I say that to you. I said to, um, I say to a lot of clients, when you go to particular events, you're going to find when you start to get to a particular level, you try and talk to people about stuff, they, they will look at you a bit blankly, like you're a lunatic. Mm. So I said, you just find the other iceberg clients and you can talk to them Absolutely. about data and all sorts of stuff. You can't it? just go to a group of random estate agents and talk about what you're trying to achieve with Lifecycle. You can't go to a group of random estate agents and say, you know, I'm, I'm, trying, to, I'm trying to figure out the best journeys for like, when someone, when someone registers with us and they say they've got a house to sell, it's in a specific estate. I'm trying to think of the best journey to, to, to put them on by email through social media so that they can maybe do some sort of trigger and my team will get notified about it and like mm. that, that, that will, will happen in the background. You can't have that conversation with a random estate agent. They'll just go, what, what are you the about? fuck are you going, yeah. what are you talking about? Also, I, find, <laughs> I also find that um, from a coaching perspective, it's the, what I love about what I, what I do understand CX is a lot of leaders can be quite lonely out there. So either you try and speak to your family at home, but like they're your family, mm. they don't really have that part to it. And then you've got the awkwardness of trying to talk to your staff, but there's sometimes you might be just wanting to do something a bit different, but you don't want to talk to them about it in case they fear of thinking, oh my God, what is he doing about yeah, to do and now? And they think you're supposed to have the answer yeah, anyway. And, and, and so I always find with the coaching, it's a place where expiration of can happen, but you also have someone who is backing the champion of your corner that feels you, that allows you to go, right, I can't like, I was at um, um, a, an event last Friday and there was a guy there called Sir Terry Waite and mm. he was a, a leading humanitarian thing and he was talking about change. And the fundamental thing he said was, uh, people, you can't expect change to happen in communities or anything like that unless you change yourself first. Mm has to come from you first wanting to desire change 
then you can then give the ability to change a community, change how a tribe works, how you change how a country works, how you change how the world works. But you see, it starts from the individuals wanting to do that. And that's the bit I always find exciting with Astern CX and our community is the fact that you've got people who are desiring actual change amongst themselves. Yeah. But rather than looking left to right and feeling a bit lonely, they've not only got people who want to see that desired change, but also a community of other people going, I've done that and don't worry, it's going to be a bit shit for the beginning bit, but this is what's happened because I pierced that route. Not, yeah, not, in, the, not in the boot of um, other people going, don't do that because you don't really want to muddy the water stick yeah. to this process. Yeah, no, absolutely. And I think, you know, as much as your friends and your family love you, like, you know, they, they're protective over you and mm. uh, want you to go outside your comfort zone too much. It's not because they don't like you. Just they're not maybe the best people to speak to. A lot of people that I've spoken to about my journey in the past would have heard me say, like, my life changed when I just hang out, hung out with different people. Mm. It wasn't that, like, I don't know, I just walked down the street and hung out with some different people. I just <laughs> tried to put myself in different places where yeah. the conversations were going to be conversations like that that catered to what it was mm. that I was trying to find out. Yeah. You know, I didn't know that I was going to find the right people in this place, but I knew that I was more likely to find some guidance around business in a business networking uh, mas like mastermind or or accelerator program than I was in the pub. Mm. You know, and I could talk about it in the pub, mm. but it was kind of a waste of conversation. Mm. It just talking to a random person about something that if I went to a, a, a business accelerator, yeah, a lot of those were wasted conversations as well. I had a lot of conversations with people that were dr they're dreaming, but I'd also bump into somebody that without, you know, you'd look at and think nothing of, and it turns out they've built four billion pound businesses. Yeah. <laughs> and they, they can tell you the answer to your problem. Yeah. And so, you know, environment dictates performance. It's getting to the right people. If you decide that you want to be in that world whereby maybe you don't quite understand it, but you can see that it's the way to go, mm. then if you surround yourself with those people, pretty quickly you'll be in that world and it will be working. Mm. So last point on it. So iceberg, right? you said at the beginning originally we had, it was iceberg and that was iceberg on its own. And then we've had life cycle and we've started to pull in all these other products. Like what, does, what does iceberg digital mean to you? Um, it's a funny one because when I set up iceberg digital, I, I didn't really know what I wanted to do. I set up a company called iceberg ideas. If you ever look, on company's house, Iceberg Digital doesn't really exist. It, there is an Iceberg Digital, it doesn't trade. Mm. Uh, the company is actually called Iceberg Ideas, and it trades as Iceberg Digital. I mean, I did question that when I first joined. Yeah, thought, I'm sure. I'm this, sure a lot of people. Is this guy with a, a yeah. grass wall and a, some <laughs> random cow on the wall, and he's Iceberg Ideas? Is this actually yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I set up a company called Iceberg Ideas, and and the the reason was that I wasn't. I knew that there would be lots of things under it, mm. so it was kind of like. Well, it's like an iceberg, you know, you just see the tip and then it goes down for miles and miles. And, and then I set up Iceberg Digital. Well, I started trading as Iceberg Digital because I had this idea around digital magazines. And I thought, oh, and there could be an iceberg, whatever, mm. estates. There could be an iceberg this, there could be an iceberg that. There could be, um, and Iceberg Digital was what we used. And then it just became like, then well, that's, that's the company now. 
Um, but so when I look at it, I still look at it as the this is the tip of the iceberg. Mm. Iceberg Digital is the bit above the water. There's this company that you can go to that will help you with your estate agency if you're open-minded. Mm. And if you then look under the water, these are all the things that you can do. You might want coaching. Mm. You know, you might want to be part of a networking group. You might want a software. You might want websites. You might want artificial intelligence. And that will just continue to expand. Mm. And it will naturally continue to expand because we believe a partner with people that can use the information that we've managed to get together and we can use theirs or we will or we will make the products if no one else is willing to and we'll expand the iceberg that way but either way it works because it's all in one ecosystem mm. so that's how i see it and what's what do you find the most exciting looking forward before we wrap up um a lot of the stuff that we've done over the years, we've really had to work hard to convince people on why and how this is going to work for them in the future. Now I feel like we're starting to get to the stage where we can make the um, the end user bit that just really cool. Mm. Like, and if you're not into technology and you don't want to know about how data works and how this works and how that works, you just want this really cool Function. thing on the end. <laughs> we can do that now, yeah. and you can you don't have to question all the rest of it. So yeah. I'm quite excited about that, that like, you know, the products that we will start to be able to produce and the enhancement that we'll be able to make to our products will make more sense to somebody that doesn't really give a shit about technology. They'll mm. just go, that's just super cool. I don't, I don't care how you do it. Yeah. I just love the fact you can. Mm. Um, that's, that's the bit that excites me now. Awesome. Thanks for listening to this Estate Agency X podcast. Can you make sure that you're actually subscribed to this podcast channel if you liked the content? Uh, it helps us massively to get better guests and it just helps us generally. So you might think you're subscribed, but just have a double check whatever your um, podcast platform of preference is that you're actually subscribed. And then that way we can continue to grow the channel and get better and better guests for you. Mm -hmm.